Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Welcome to Let's Drone Out. Tonight you are joined by Jack, Brighton to Life Fly. Hello. The Tonstar with his X-Class building exploits. Man, Tonestar, man. How are you doing tonight, Mrs. Tonestar? Or should that be Ms. <laughs> and myself, Stephen, aka Belric. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um... Let me just get the chat up. Hello. I'm so sorry. I uh, I will have to disappear in a sec because my uh, my insides are killing. Oh, but, Jackie. yeah. Jackie Boos, what's up? You having a little flare up? Yeah, pretty much. That's the joys of unmanaged stress. Crohn's. Yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yep. Yeah. Have you been uh, Have you been out flying, Stephen? You're our only hope. Oh, I flew. Um, uh, oh, okay, let's go live with Tony. Yeah, Tony I flew. Have you flown? Yeah, I flew. Um, Did it catch fire? No. I bought some new uh, 1500 4S, because, I'm yes, I'm still a 4S freestyle guy. Just the um, one of them? Six. Six 4S. Six four S for ninety two pounds, which I thought was pretty good, and they were good. delivered within two days. China Line I, Hobby. Oh, I was implying you might be right. running two of them and doing eight S. No, that is oh, my. No. That's the X class. Okay, and then that the new X class is going to be twelve S running two six S. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I, I bought. Um, I got told they're all right, so I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll have a go for £92 and get it delivered to your door. Uh, I think you actually put it in your chat. There yeah, there was sale. a buy one, get one free. It was yeah. chaos, though. I looked on the site and there were some that were like, some sizes were three quid or something, and then there was only a tiny number of them, and others there were buy one, get one free, and the stock list was just like changing as I was looking at the site. It was It was kind of chaos. Well, I normally How'd fly 1600 4S, and the 1500s was what I got, which were a little bit lighter, and they're actually quite quite light. Mm. But um, you know when you go out and fly your new batteries, they take a little while to settle in. So yeah, I wasn't getting – I was getting three minutes flight time, not the three and a half, nearly four that I normally get. But you need to sort of run them in a little bit, don't you? And you get that stay... like, surprise ending, don't you, where it just falls off the cliff? Yeah. They stay good for ages, like they at the start, and then they run them in, and then they're really good for, I don't know, two years, and then they crash. Yeah. So, but they seemed all right, and they they look pretty good. So, and for ninety two quid, for six, I thought it was pretty good. Can't go wrong. 
What are you flying on? You got the same sort of quad as Jack, kind of Kiss five inch. Yeah, just I've. Do you know what? If someone said build a quad nowadays, or and program it, I mean Jack went on beta flight the other day, and we were like, "What? Is, what? What's these sliding things? What? What? It, honestly, what if you're it not mean? on it, yeah. If you're not on it twenty four seven, you have a month out, two weeks out, and you're like, "What's happened?" So uh, yeah, Confusing. I just I don't know. <laughs> I do find there's a lot of reading involved and I know some folks are, you know, not so good with the reading. I can understand the pain because it's either read some documentation or watch four hours of videos to decipher what's going on. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just went, um, rebooked my flying field, which is basically where I uh, Hmm. play airsoft and where I also now do, um, Coco's agility, so it's all in the same spot just down the road. And I just went out and flew. I think it was a Monday. It was just a really nice afternoon, and there was no sun, and it was just nice to get out and just. Sorry, there was sun, no clouds or rain, is what I meant to say, because we've had a lot of that. So I just went out and just thought, sod it, I'm going to go for a fly, and sat up there on my own and had a fly. It was it was nice just to get the goggles down and. Get me uh, thumbs back on the sticks. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you managed to get out there in between the rain. I thought I was going to get kind of a rain-free week, and um, I foolishly didn't just run out there instantly, and, and it started raining on me. Pardon me. So I, uh, I may have missed my window. Yeah, March has been absolutely horrific. I did a, a, a wee bit of building, a, a, a massive kind of run of... Stuff that had been sitting on my bench for ages. So I had this shoulder nerve trapped in my shoulder. It's been stupid yep. painful with a bunch of referred pain down my arm. So bits of my random parts of my right arm have just started hurting for no good reason. And it's put yeah. me in a, an awful mood and it's generally made any sort of work that requires using arms or even like sitting pretty uncomfortable. But that's thanks to lots of physio and stretching and all this good stuff's finally subsiding. So I decided to pick up some of the, the stack of stuff that I've had here for ages. And I went on this ESC flashing rampage and, and tore through like three, four in ones, did 27 individual solder joints and flashed AM32 onto them because I've been, been extolling the benefits of this thing for ages and just kind of had my finger up my bum and not actually flashing it. So that's done. And then I got, um, got an SP racing board from Dom as a sample a while ago. Yes, well, uh, I've got a couple coming apparently. And I've put it in the most ridiculously small micro possible. Wow. So there's, there's is... like an, an H7 in there because it's the only one I had an analog VTX in. Everything else, anything bigger than this is digital. And this is like the, the biggest quad I've got that is analog. And because of that, it's got, still got a stack, whereas everything else is AIO. Um, so I got it in there and I've slowly sort of been, been going through repinning so many JSTs. So many. And then, so many. then you plug them in, and he's got these super wide, like twelve pin JSTs. And so, if you get one of them not quite right, you like shove in the JST, and the pin pops back. So, after much trial and error, everything is finally connected properly, and it's good, starting good. to bear fruit, which is good. Um, yeah, lots of random geekery with that that we won't go into. And then, um. My little four-inch jobby 
That's got one that I actually put one of these new ESCs in, and I'm looking forward to getting out with that. But alas, yeah, I just farted around for too long, and now it started raining on me, which sucks. That's what happens. This is uh, England. Mind you, uh, February was dry. March has been absolutely just a washout. It's it's like underwater. It's not just raining. The field where I normally do a little bit of light flying near where I live, like there's standing water. It's slowly yeah. turning into a lake. It's just I know. I walk. Uh, I walk. I alternate in my walk three and a half miles every day to a ride. So I do a ride, a walk, a ride, a walk, and I've been walking a lot in March because I went out for a ride and it was just. I was just like, this is. This is horrendous. It's like too muddy. It was yeah, you're, you're having fun and then all of a sudden you like pedal and the wheels spin and you're not going forward. And yeah. You're like, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable. My, lo- my local MTB stuff is just literally for keeping fit. So it's pretty flat. Well, it's actually mostly uphill. But it's, uh, it's just boggy and horrible. So and what can you do? You can't control the weather. Got to make the best of it. And I've been playing a bunch of Trip, um, this FPV simulator. Oh, someone, someone sent me, um, who was it? Luke, Falling With Style, sent me a, uh, a WhatsApp the other day and said, Ooh. have you played this? Hello, Curry-Kitten. we're joined by Curry Kitten. Hello. Hello. And he was called, it's called, oh, he's, he spoke to me. T-R-Y-T so is the one. And you've got like a nice outdoor map, like really huge expansive area. That must you, be it. You can yeah. press the M key on your keyboard and it will bring up all these like challenges to follow. You get racing cars and lots of Sims have racing cars to follow these days, but they went kind of above and beyond and there's all sorts of weird stuff. So it's not just racing cars, there's, there's motocross bikes. Um, there's people uh, doing like paragliding. There's people doing the, like s- flying squirrel suit jumps off ki- off cliffs. So it'll like spawn you right next to a guy as he jumps off the cliff, and you've got to like dive with him down the cliff, and then it'll level out, and you try and follow him through valleys. And apparently, it's cool. really good graphics, and it's running on yeah. his old um, laptop. And he said it's really good. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, they've released the a snow thing. level recently, and it's, so you've got your skiers and snowboarders, and They've got the big old ski jumps as well, so you can like bomb down those giant, um, the Olympic, you, you know, the huge ramps they've got, big concrete ramps, and follow people down those. That's quite a good laugh. Um, there was a little bug with controllers as well, so I, I actually went onto their their forum and spent a while chatting to the guys, and they're, they're a really nice bunch. The got straight hold of the developer, and he was like, "Oh yeah, let's look at the logs, let's fix that." So it, it was detecting my keyboard. And not showing me my radio unless I like unplugged the keyboard, left it disconnected, and then unplugged and replugged the radio. And we fixed that, and he's put a new build out. So, yeah, seems like a, a really nice bunch of people. Cool. Not to belittle Curry Kitten's amazing work in his sim, of course, but I understand Curry's been busy doing other things. It, it runs on potatoes. That's the only thing I can say. Everyone's Story got a beard me. tonight. Uh, Pippa said my nails need to trim, so it could Cold be going a little bit shorter now. Mm. I like it. Jack, you'll need a bit more. Uh, I shaved mine last week. It was doing my head in. My... It's so dry. Uh, 
Oh, I'll wash mine. That's why it's well fluffy. I had a definite itchy phase, much. which is now uh, now I'm worried about shaving because there's that itchy phase where it goes from stubble to beard that always drove me crazy, and I'm oh, not sure I'd have the patience to go through it again. It was two weeks for me to get through that. It was horrendous. But now it's too long. I actually don't know what I'm doing with my beard. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know I have to cut it all off for the summer, leave it, trim it. I, I just don't know. Might go full on. Oh, just do what I did and so. wait and see what happens. I mean, <laughs> Curry. Hello. Do you want to oh, give this a go? I could give it a try. I said I'd be willing to try it. <laughs> try it. I think it's now, definitely now I've, worth now it. Now I heard the man speak, and I, I like his his uh, his ideas. Are we circulating a sample? Yeah. I listened to the podcast at work and thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you want to borrow a whole quad, save your soldering, or do you want to stick it in something? I, I could borrow a whole quad just of laziness, but it, not it's not fine. if it's hassle to send around. It's fine. What we should do is actually meet up, assuming that the weather is going to at some point trend upwards and not remain so. Well, we should be we're nearly on four hundred. Why don't yeah? Why don't we meet up? What for anniversary? Before thing? all of us, yeah. Why doesn't Curry let us know a date when he's going to be actually in the country and not doing his international man of mystery routine? I'm only in Cornwall next week. I know it seems like a different country, oh, but technically it's part of England. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot longer to get to Cornwall than France, so it might as well yeah, be a different country. <laughs> Can you take me with you? It it does feel like the weather's turned. This week, it seems much Monday more was great. Monday yeah, was good. Sunday Tuesday afternoon was good. Wednesday was great. wasn't bad. Yeah, I went was, out for a walk happy. and sort of stretched my legs, trying to get the shoulders moving. It was lovely and sunny yesterday, and I tried to do the same today, and it's just soaked again. Damn it. So it's breezy today. Gonna be, yeah. I didn't see Weekend's any wind. Be I've been, we've been dodging the wind here, but. It's uh, it was all right this morning. Rain this afternoon, not too bad though. Got my walk in. Didn't fly, but did fly last. I think it must have been last Monday. I flew. I can't remember. It was probably two weeks ago. Now. It was nice to get out though. I flew this Monday and last Monday, two weeks wow. in a row. That is crazy. Like, that's more flying than anybody. And I got a new quad today. Kindly sent by somebody, which is exciting because it's my first walk snail quad. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you're going down that avenue. That's cool. We are going down that avenue, and it's tiny. You've got a tiny walk snail quad, haven't you, Stephen? That's what he said. Oh, yeah. This, this is the, the one from um, Happy Model. It's this big. Oh, that, oh, that looks cool. Oh, oh, that the, with... the baseline or whatever they're calling it. Uh, what's it called? Yes, the baseline HD, and it's got ELRS on it already, so that's good. Cool. I like the idea of uh, digital stuff on very small things. Have the goggles arrived mm. yet? Yes. I've got the VTXs. Yeah. But I haven't had time to open them because I'm not here for a week. So Tragedy. But they're still in the shrink wrap sitting over there. Such with the restraint. VTXs. Such restraint. I know. It's amazing, so what, isn't it? what's that called? 2S, 3S? This is 2S. 2S. This one. So it should be flyable indoors. And then I think <laughs> um, 
with Ra- garden, around the though. trees in the woods should be quite good because I remember Stephen you saying about how good um, it was round trees compared yeah. to analog. So I thought that'd be a good test. I can take a couple of analog quads with me, take that with me, and have a, a bit of a comparison, see how things feel. Cool. Well, yeah, there's still yeah, no like leaves that. on the tree, so you might be all right. <laughs> well, you can That's see true, actually. You can see a surprising amount with that. It was just. Will I be able to see the ghost branches Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll be shocked the first time you fly with digital. Like, oh my word, I can actually see these things that were just like tiny speckles in an analog picture. You can actually see the branch. It's magic. We cross mm. fingers. I'm excited about it. Let me know Sorry. how the fit is because we're talking about the fit of those goggles, and I thought they're kind of okay. But I'm, after wearing them a bit more, the, the pressure isn't quite right. I've ordered some extra foam, but opinion seems to be divided on on the fit. Yeah, I find out. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? It's it, it's hard to build a goggle for an average face mm. when an average face is different between here and Asia and other places. And yeah, you know, well, Sky Zone gives you two face plates, quite, so you get like just, you get the Asian face plate and the European face plate. Oh, actual plates rather than just the spongy bit. Yeah, they're like clip on. So the goggles have like uh-huh. a clip on the front, and it actually like snaps on the face plate, and then the foam attaches to the snap on bit. Well, that's quite cool. Hmm. Stephen, I was ferreting around to find things, things I tell you that I've used to do flashing with. So, um, Bobby Bags asks. Bobby Bags asks. I want to know how to flash AM32, Stephen. And and the answer is, it's not easy. But you will need a firmware programmer for a lot of the new ASCs. They run Artery Tech MCUs, and you need this, which is a an Artery Tech one. It's the easiest way. And then you solder two pads that are not going to really show up on here. They're, um, if you've ever done whoop soldering work, you can do it. You look on your ESC, and there's going to be some pads next to the big square chips in the middle of the ESC. There's two pads next to each of those. Those are the pads that you're going to be soldering to. So if you're not comfortable doing some pretty delicate soldering, you know, maybe think twice about that. Um, a lot of the older ESCs, you can use these ST-Link adapters that are like four quid on eBay, and, and they're really easy to get hold of, and the software is much easier for these. But the new ones are using these cheapo clone chips from Artery Tech and others, and I have to say the software is it's a little bit harder, a little bit more of a pain to flash. But it's doable. It's just a, it's a patience and reading thing. The information's out there. It's just it's more hassle. So well, that used to be the way you had to do BR Heli. Do you think in the future they'll have a, a pass-through from Betaflight or wherever and you could flash them that way? So, device. yes, bootloader, exactly, as Jack said. So the trouble with a lot of the 32-bit ESCs, well, all of them practically, is that they ship with BL Heli 32. And BL Heli 32 locks down their bootloader, so you can't overwrite it with another firmware. They want you to stay on BL Heli 32. So that what you do as the first step to move to AM32 is you push in an open source bootloader that's basically the same as what you'd have on BL Heli S or BlueJ. It's it's a bootloader that you can write to from anything, not just from the BL Heli 32 client. So it moves you off the closed source bootloader onto an open source bootloader, and that is where you need to do that but soldering with the tiny pads. And once you've done that, you can just use pass-through. And you can use ESC Configurator, the same as you'd use to flash BlueJay, and it's a piece of cake. But don't you then lose the ability to flash back to BR32? Yeah, you're it's a not... one-way trip. Oh. One-way trip, yeah. Any, Sometimes any they're the best. 
Yeah. I mean, they actually update it just regularly to add things like they recently added some safety tips because you know when jack always has his foot on the quad because he's like i don't know what's going to happen a couple of people got got a little finger sliced recently and and the guy running am32 was like okay well it was a beal heli 32 esc that reported the error but i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to actually inspect what could go wrong here even though i haven't been told that i'm affected and he went in there and he was like okay i'm going to have a specific mode for quads so you can tell it that I'm always going to be in D-shot mode and I'll never accidentally start up in PWM mode because this is what used to happen. Like sometimes there would be a timeout between the ESC and the flight controller. The ESC would be like, oh, nothing happening, nothing. Oh, well, no D-shot, must be PWM. Oh, a high, high pulse, off I go. And you just, you know, fly mm. to the moon and chop your hand up or whatever. So, yeah, the, the guy implemented a setting to lock it to D-shot and he also, like, increased the the timeouts and made it safer um so he's just more proactive and he's like listening to people and lots of people who want to run the escs in crawlers he's put features in for crawlers so it can overcome stalls and slowly Mm -hmm. increase the power until the wheel moves but if you're on a quad you can turn that off and you can have like uh, stuck motor protection. So he's got much more aggressive stuck motor protection. So if you do go and clip a gate or something, it'll just pull power from the ESC really quickly instead of, you know, burning out the, the fat. That so, used to be a massive handy. thing back in the day, didn't it? Clip clip a tree, clip a clip a gate, yeah. ESC gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, cool. I accidentally um stuck mine in an oak tree for about ten minutes and I was trying to like turtle mode against oak tree branches to get the thing out. <laughs> and it was all right. So yeah, it seems pretty robust. Tony, you should start a channel, crawly uh crawly crawlers. Crawly. Yeah, crawling I think you're, you're yeah. <laughs> crawling <laughs> in crawly. I think would be. Well, I, do, yeah. I do that anyway without any RC stuff. Yeah, with, uh, with you know listening to the sound of a cat and you could put some dodgy sunglasses on with the beard and you could be creepy crawly crawlers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There's probably and a wearing a big trench that. coat. <laughs> Men in black. Mm. Mm, and then have. Have holes in your pocket. Holes, Jack, holes in your pocket. Going too far now, Jack. With your transmitter underneath. I'm glad you said mitter at the end. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, be quite funny myself. Uh, that is. <clears throat> I can't believe Curry hasn't cracked open his. The uh, new walks now, yeah. Yeah, I would have just ripped oh, the plastic off of my teeth look, and been yeah. like, I'd just be walking around the house with them on my face, like, oh, I would have because done I know it's it's gonna like take my time up. And I was like, oh, I must, I must finish that other review I'm doing, and I'm just about to go away, and I don't want to start getting involved in stuff else. I'm gonna be like, oh, I need to get to them, and I'll be in the midst of something. There'll be like debris all over the floor from me building stuff and, and things like that. So I'm like, just leave it. Come back to it. It'll still be there. All nice and shiny in the boxes. We'll do that. Um, I can't do that. If, if, if I have something in a box, I'm like... Will, will you crack it open and just try the goggles on for us? Now? That's yeah. exclusive. He probably wants to do it on his channel. Yeah, we just want to want to know how they fit. Tone? 
do you think it's worth in case Frank says no? But do you fancy uh, bringing your quad stuff? Maybe we could fly in between family time, or what, you be just down there. Well, no, just like yeah, or like you know, whilst you're whilst you're Join down, if the weather's decent. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll... Well, I don't have anything charged, but I, I can bring. I'll bring. Oh, yeah, I'll bring a. I'll bring a, I'll bring a couple of quads, maybe stuff something on charge tonight, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll maybe do we that, could Jack. do that. I was quite impressed they put their own patches in the box. That was quite nice. Ballsy move. What do you mean? Seems to work. He walks I mean, now, boys. They're not bobbins. I think they're originally shipping like the same omnis on both of these, but then they changed it. Again, excited, Patches on the front. Quite excited. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. Let's see. It's Christmas. Dun, 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 it's curry kitten. Right. We're checking the fit. They don't fit. I've sent them back. And they left their Polaroid stuff. Yeah, everything digital is nowadays, isn't it? So yeah. Okay. Audio viewers, that's the sound of Curry adjusting the I think the O3 is actually a linear antenna on the quad, but all the goggles are LHCP. Or is it the other way around? Yeah, it feels alright. You can feel it on the nose, certainly. Mm. Yeah. I've got quite a large nose for balancing goggles on. Which you is know, many SRC yeah. do left-hand polarised uh, antennas. Mm. I've gone with our yeah, Canadian friend, True RC. Traitor. I do know well, that because Greg saw, Greg saw my post about getting them and has sent me a set to try out, which was nice of him. If you contact so I also me, got... I can give you 10 cents off. <laughs> yeah, you you gave me a digital set and I, no, I haven't I used yet. If you follow... We got that. What, what's in there? And... We got, do, is it these. patches or just omnis? What's going on? These these was the patches. So what you get in, in here are two. I think these are like. Hang on, the little pico patches. These, I think they're little pico patches. No, I can't remember, and I can't get the thing in okay, again. Yeah, they won't come out. These these are the little um, editor. Frasher, yeah, those are the Frasher ones for so the little stubby. Oh yeah, um, they're little omnis. omnis. Yeah, they're great. And these have got little extensions on them. I think. Oh, here we go. You better so, tell yeah, the editor what you wanted. These are two left-hand polarized Pico patches, and you've got little in extensions. Black. In black. Ooh. Poke them out a bit. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Handy. I run them so, on the bottom of my digital stuff, and then I run different ones on the top. The Pico. So, are they little pagodas? The uh, pagoda on the top. Yeah. 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 So I'll try out the, the regular antennas, and then I'll switch over to these, because I'm interested to see what the difference mm. may or may not be. But, but yeah, there you go. Now I've got them out of the box, and they don't go back in the box. It's going to ruin my video. It's all your fault. Oh, there, no. They seem to fit okay-ish. You, you get, you'll get them back in the box. It's, it's not like one of those crazy products where everything explodes. Yeah, yeah you can also blame us. Yeah. You can have a whinge. They look nice. specifically, though. like, blame Jack. Obviously, yeah, it's Jack's fault. It's always Jack's fault. If, <laughs> if in no, doubt, yeah. it's Jack's fault. Definitely. So people have been posting in the chat links to newbie drones, April Fools, that apparently isn't an April oh, Fool. Have you seen this? 
No. No, go for it. Newbie Drone have posted pictures of a couple of little whoops because they're whoops manufacturers. Um, and apparently they're going to be releasing 65 mil quads with built in, as in on the board, Crossfire and Ghost. No. Crossfire I mean, and Ghost. If if it's was an April Fool, they need to take the page down because they still got it up and maybe <laughs> someone finds it funny, but I'm pretty sure that's like I think you know, aren't you the fool after twelve yeah, exactly. PM? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 you you're the fool if you don't take it down, I believe yeah. is the standard arrangement. I will just share this so we can have a gander. Let's have a look. What's going on here? So here you are, uh, newbie drone. There's a couple on offer here. There's uh, obviously the, the black one in the TBS colours there, and then I believe we've got a matching one in uh, uh, immersion RC colours here as well. There we are, and in red and white, um, with with a giant T antenna stuck out the canopy. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing this. They must have signed some pretty illicit deals, backroom deals, with uh, TBS and Immersion RC to do this. But I do know for a fact that they were already in that sort of area because their OSD doesn't use the Max chip. It's all done in secret source in their own firmware, which is why if you've got one of these whoops, as, as Jack found out, you can't just go upgrading the firmware. You've got to wait for Newbie Drone to release it, which might take a while. So you're going to be uh, going through the same process with, with this, I guess. Not that they're bad whoops, but it just might take a while for updates to happen. Well, I saw this is from Clive FPV in the chat. I saw the Crossfire one on the TBS live stream. So, hmm. $160 as well. It must That's be a true. That's a lot for a whoop, isn't it? It must be A lot be for a whoop. $160. Ooh. I think the happy model ones are normally going for about 70 to 80 sterling, which would be about 100 bucks. So that's a, it's a kind of 50% price increase to, to get this guy. But I guess if you want it, you want it, and there's nowhere else you can get one. It seems, it seems a little bit unnecessary to have like ghost or crossfire on on a whoop. I mean, you've got the responsibility but far, in terms of flying you? very far. You're going to run out of battery before you've gone far yeah. enough. Well, ghost is a racer. Come back again. Ghost is a racer protocol. So if people are racing five inches and they're not using ELRS, then yeah, they're probably going to be using ghost stuff. But yeah, but yeah, crossfire. But... Yeah, I absolutely don't see the point in crossfire because it's not fast. And you haven't got the battery well, to go more than about Crossfire's faster than S bus. There's, there's there's an upgrade from S bus to uh, if you crossfire, lock it but... in one fifty hertz mode. Otherwise, fifty hertz crossfire is is it that much better than S bus? Maybe the latency is better, but the packet. I don't think any of us old boys could tell the difference anyway. Yeah. Oh look, yeah, the Memortal antenna, um, Mini Memortal antenna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, air gun fun. Yeah, mini. I didn't even see the antenna. antenna. Yeah, because they looked. That's what I was about to say. They looked yeah. the same size, mm. and I was like, "Are you sure you're not?" No, talk- it can't be. Yeah. Are you su- yeah, are you sure you're not talking about tracer? Tracer. And that's a lot of lift, saying, isn't it? It says Crossfire Nano. It specifically says Crossfire Nano with mini mortal T. I don't understand yeah. why you. So why that's you're a running Crossfire. Wavelength. 
I mean, it also, might just be e- the ease of use. Like, if I hmm. was like, all my quads are crossfire, so just ease of use, just get that one. It's you know got a, I mean? a max 400 milliwatt VTX, but this is the one that auto limits <laughs> its output power based on heat. So it's never going to do 400 milliwatt unless you're flying in the Arctic, in which case your batteries are, are dead. It's, it's going to be doing like 200 milliwatt with crossfire and, and a like 300 milliamp hour battery. So I'd be sweet flying around your neighbors. Though. Get. I, I loved flying a little quad that Dan Upton made out here. It was only on 25 milliwatt, but flying all around the houses and, and stuff, it was mm. so tiny and no one could hear it. No one could see it. So something like that. That's not be... a good thing. You weirdo. I think if you're, so if you're in the newbie cool. drone club, this is probably great. If you're not, then you might be wondering why am I paying so much for a whoop? inflation but you can just go get happy model one for like half the cost of this i wouldn't trust anything called happy model oh, well, I've been them for years like one of the Does first it, models i got was happy model stuff it's either that would beta fpv and i'll go for but happy they model make most of the elrs receivers happy model do they i've not yeah. had i've not done pretty solid ERS, but... yeah you haven't you haven't lived, Tony. You're stuck in the past. Oh, I am stuck in the past. You're... I am. You know. I, I know I am. Like like I said, when you were in the toilet, we, me and Jack, we, we've put on beta flight and we were like, what, what, what are these sliding bars? Like, I know. I was like, kill it with fire. I yeah. Like, we were like, Tony, if... Tony and me were like, with stones and sticks and we're trying to like... Bash the oh, just... if you're not flying every single week, every day, the changes so quickly, it's ridiculous. I don't know. From, from from watching you, Tony, I think you maybe haven't been flying for well, not building for a really long time three years, I think. Yeah, well, we've seen what happens when Tony tries to build stuff, it's not pretty. <laughs> That's why he gets Jack to do it. Mm. I'm actually driving all my um, XLR stuff down tomorrow morning to see Jack and dumping it and saying, sort that lot out. And then uh, giving him a watch of cash. So that's how we roll. <laughs> watches of cash. I mean, can't argue with watches of cash, can you? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I just, like, I, like, I've, I've always admitted I can do it, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's just not for me. I, I'm a flyer, not a builder. So, yeah. So, so I, so I scratched knows? around on the happy models on on Get FPV and Pyrodrone, and I found that the happy model equivalents are like ninety seven dollars <laughs> versus one hundred and sixty dollars. So, you got to love this stuff. Do you, do you get a, an inbuilt receiver though? Is the question. Yeah, you get an inbuilt ELRS receiver. Oh well, that's fair enough then. Yeah. Do they have a proper antenna or they got the little square blocks? It doesn't have a proper VTX antenna, so like good luck <laughs> worrying about your your control link when your your VTX antenna is like a bit of old wire. <laughs> I love the ones that just literally came with bare copper wire sticking out. Yeah, it's like this yeah. this looks like it's class. It's <laughs> just a bit of old motor wire that they had kicking around. They sort of straightened <laughs> it out and just tacked it on there. Done. Shipping. Welding Fair wire. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's enamelled, 
which is something. At least it's not going to short out other stuff, but yeah, it's nothing fancy. But then these things are 19, 18 grams, you know, so the difference between that and an Omni is, is massive. Like an Omni could weigh three grams, mm-hmm. which is 15% of your, <laughs> your dry weight. <laughs> you know what I want to do with um, little whoops? I wanted to go back and fly a couple of my brushed ones. Do you remember that we had loads of brushed versions of the FPV whoops before still, we went brushless? Still got them. Mm. Still got them, yeah. And I still got them. And I remember them being mostly very quiet. Although compared to a 5-inch, uh, a, a whoop's very quiet. When they're going around the house, they're quite noisy. And I thought, I must go back and compare. I want to see if it's the old rose-tinted spectacles or and? they were okay. They weren't very powerful, but I, I, I call them house explorer quads rather than racing through the house quads. Oh, I know I've got one down there. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It, I, what I remember is that I couldn't fly downstairs because the throttle control like it was so bad at descending into its own prop wash it would like lose control mm. going down a flight of household stairs oh, yeah, that's true but <laughs> they're not shallow stairs they're probably like quite steeply raked maybe sort of 40 degrees but going down at any speed you'd be going descending so fast that it couldn't like smoothly and you just lose control of it because it was twitching so much side to side you'd like hit the wall or the banister yeah, going just... down the stairs they're just always good going forwards, and that was it. Just like yeah. fly forwards, turn, and then just come back. And uh, it, they were they were crap at going up, crap at going down. Mm. I mean, uh, there's a lot of lag. You'd be like, hit the throttle, wait, wait. Yeah, the two S stuff is probably all right, but then it just made it. Mm. It made them too big. Well, then you had to keep changing the motors with brushed. Whips. Exactly. Yeah. You're like running two S on it, and you land, and the motors are like smelling like burnt metal. <laughs> they were good fun, but I never, I never really got into whoops. I like, um, I had a couple. Dan Upton's one was the best. I wouldn't call it a whoop because it was uh, open bladed and it was running two S. But that thing, I used to fly around the neighbourhood, and it was fine. But I just never really enjoyed whooping at all. Like it just... You're lucky to get that to work. I just found the receiver complete garbage. Mine used to just they were. fall out the sky. <laughs> yeah. What, the whoop? The, the, they were the, the FR Sky clone built. receivers, right? The Dan yeah. worked probably. Yeah, yeah they the were. The SPI ones that would lock up because the CPU would get too bound and just like, hang on, I've just frozen. <laughs> thinking, <Yeah>. thinking, donk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just never enjoyed whooping. I, I don't know. I think you I don't enjoyed... have enough power to do proper acro, do you? That's the no. Thing. And I, oh, I couldn't fly it with not in acro. It was um, unless you're like someone who horrible. gets the top score on Tetris, who's like complete ninja and just does moves in. Point one of a second, you can't do acro. I'm sure they're probably the better now. Yeah, I mean, they're a bit better. I tried to. Someone said, "Oh, you have to try out this new angle mode, or it's horizon mode," because they made it. How can you so fly it, it that though? If you don't fly, 
Like, it was difficult. Why, I was just like going to say I couldn't fly it because I tried to split S and I ended up in the sink in a yeah. bowl full of washing up water. Yeah, yeah. And I was really Boom. lucky that I ran downstairs, like almost falling down the stairs and sprinted into the kitchen, <laughs> took it out, shook it and pulled the battery out. And it was fine. But I absolutely spooked yeah. myself. It's literally like going backwards, isn't it? Doing that. Uh, and the batteries yeah, as well, know. like they're just terrible. Like, Unless you buy from like one mythical supplier who does these special batteries where they roll them up and bless them with holy water or something like all the one S batteries I've ever had. And I've got like 40 of them. They're all just terrible. Like you fly them five times and you might as well like throw them away because they just. To be fair, Clive just reminded me, check out Justice FBV videos of Whoop flying. I do believe he's not on one S. He's got to be two S flying around his house because he that their his videos are insane, like flying around his house and through under. If you've not seen it, you need to Google it because it is absolutely. Well, the same with like Nathan so Loops as well. Like, there's one or two pilots who are who can freestyle, who can do yeah. like split S's yeah. down their stairs, but. If you look at the speed of the control inputs, they are absolutely. I've done ninjas. it on a whoop, but I've done it yeah, outside my like house and I've height. gone 300 <laughs> foot up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he does it. He, 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 yeah, Justice FPV is fantastic in his house doing mm. all that. But I, I don't know what, what he runs, but if it's 1S, it's incredible. I think that's the we thing. Have to, to, get, we have, but to get that I, good I on a whoop. Remember. If you're flying a five inch, you'd be like in the top one percent of all five inch quad pilots to be that good yeah. on a whoop. I think he is that as well, to be fair. Because most people can take a five inch and like pump the throttle, flip it upside down and do a split S and relatively Capt- cleanly on a Capture whoop. that, Peter. But yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I kind well, of like the evolution into, the, so into toothpicks because toothpicks kind of lost popularity now. But they were, when they first came out, the, the craziness of this little 3S battery on this little uh, tiny little quad, which would shake about and hardly hold together. I just love the craziness of them. Yeah. I think it, it was, was a definitely toothpick. an outside thing. but Yeah. Toothpick, what I enjoyed yeah. much more than the... Um... Yeah, and it's highly weak. Yeah, because I, th- uh, I think, as you guys said, it's the battery thing. Trying to get a one S mm. battery and being able to really do stuff with it before it just lags into to nothing is is terrible. I don't know where people are buying these decent batteries to do stuff with, but all my old batteries now are just like they last about thirty seconds on the whoops. Well, people started bond. like soldering XT thirties on those one S lipos, didn't they? And then they went to like BT two or there's GMB twenty seven, and the ongoing argument about BT two being lighter but GMB twenty seven being better, or do you just go balls to the wall and put XT thirties on it? It's just just fly two S, just get a two S lipo that comes with an XT thirty, and it's all so much simpler. Yeah, agreed. It's true, and and they fly much nicer. 
and you can just charge it like easily you plug it into the charger and you can storage charge it whereas with one s you're like your range of charging options are just crazy like you you have these toy grade chargers and you can storage charge but you need this crazy wiring harness and the next time you go to plug in a proper battery you've got to remember to unplug the wiring harness or you like ground a bunch of connections and smoke comes out and it's just oh, mm. it's effort it's effort isn't it yeah i didn't i just really didn't enjoy the whoop stuff but the um other bits the, the other ones i did the tweaks or whatever they're called they were good two they're all good just flying around the so you could just go around a small park and sit on a yeah, bench or, and just yeah, yeah exactly that fun. no one no one here could hear it either yeah. so you could just like sit there and just have a fly. you don't get grief from dog walkers and people nope. just fly the smallest of buildings you can like whip around and do some nice tricks on yeah good fun it's cool mm. We often go into the park, take some little toothpick, little yeah. two and a half inch prop thing. Loads of those. If I just say Peter, is that all right? Like if he can just cut that. Well, it's bit. a bit jarring. <laughs> if you want to take clips of it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a it's, proud it's, tradition. It's been some fun tonight with the innuendo, so. You know. In your rendo. Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing. Just say Peter after you've heard something in your endo Yeah, and why mm. don't you, Mass, just bring out a smaller version, like Shady says. Just just put an end to it and bring out an XT10 or something to stop all this quibbling and stupidity. Enough. Good idea. That would be a good shout. I don't know. It's, I think maybe it's the, the machining for making something like that. It's just printed nylon, isn't it? I mean, how, how difficult is it? They make tiny little like JST plugs. I'm sure they could do it. Just it's probably not enough. I'm market. sure Beta FPV would probably argue that their their BT 2.0 is essentially like an XT10. It's theirs. So that's not yeah. really as much. But they've, they've had loads of quality problems, haven't they? Because they don't change the molds often enough. So you buy what? one off Beater one FPV run quality problems. What are you talking about, Stephen? <laughs> we're Beta FPV, and we've uh, we've determined that we can reuse this mold for up to four times as long as people would traditionally say you can use a mold, so long as you don't mind the battery plug falling out. That's all right, isn't so. it? <laughs> it's self unplugging. It's a safety feature. Yeah. If you're in safety. danger and doing some aggressive flying, your battery will disconnect for safety. Sounds good. Mm. Yeah. Can't have you having too much fun. Yeah. Beta. Beta. <laughs> Peter or beta? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I did have a, I had a, a beta FPV board recently. I was testing out and um, it looked great until I got to connect the VTX and I realized I'd been so spoiled by all these boards that come with everything on board. You see, you've got like your receiver, the ESCs and the flight controller and the VTX. And you literally plug a camera in, yeah. plug motors and you'll go. And it was so much easier. I was just. I think that was my last build was my Tomahawk seven inch was literally you plugged, you, you soldered the, um, the motors on and that was it. You just 
but it was done. I was like, mm. wow, this is something I could do. Simple. Yeah. So, yeah, going backwards, not good. Yeah, so the, with whoops especially, you just get off the ground so much quicker and soldering a VTX onto a whoop board, oh, my word. Like It was just a... It was a level of pain that I'd forgotten that I had to endure. It, you've got to do like five wires. You've got your, because they decided to make it so you plug the camera into the VTX, and then the other end of the VTX, you have your video in, video out, power, ground, and a UART. So five wires off of this tiny VTX all down into the FC. And they're all done in a row because Beta FPV's understanding of pad layout is. <laughs> Just shove them all in the corner. Yeah, it was a nightmare, absolute nightmare. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember from those. I need a wee. They give you wires to do it, and the wires all black, so you've not even got color coding. You're just. (laughs) Oh, what? What? What I hate about those boards as well is they always put the pads not along the edge, but inwards or next to some sort of tiny. electric component it's just the tightest little like oops my soldering iron slipped you've taken out like four resistors right i've had one before where i wanted to swap the power lead so i took off because they always ship it with like 26 gauge like bell wire on it so i take that out i can get by with a ph2 but ph2 with like maybe 20 gauge or 18 gauge just something so at least once it gets past that ph2 it actually takes the amps to the board and doesn't just heat up my battery lead. And, and I, I tried to desolder it and getting the ground terminal hot enough, I floated off this passive that was like two millimeters next to the ground. And it's just horrible. It's horrible. I'm sure Jack would have had a whale of a time with his precise repair skills, but I just I just lost my mind up. No dead. man, even I have my limits. I, you know, I'm kind. Of, I'm a little bit scared of, um, you know, I am a little bit scared of the X class, really, because it's so big and chunky. I'm, I'm worried. Like, oh man, I'm going to start soldering this, and it is, you know, this is going to be cold solder joint from hell. Like, you know, I wonder Oodles if I flux. Just yeah, get a big I mean, pub of flux and just squish the FC down the whole board into flux, flux uh, it all over. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, like, you're gonna need a you'll bring out this or... great big line of solder and you just be like, okay, we're just melting, melting, melting. Oh, I've run out, get me more, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, just welding copper yep. pipes to it, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, using solid blocks of it, like. I mean, even testing it with the props off must be a little bit unnerving in a small space, right, Jack? Oh, mate, I know, innit? <sighs> Could, like, burn one. a hole in the carpet, even with the props off. Yeah, <laughs> that one's on you, Tone. Are well, you going to go for con- conventional layout, or are you going to do props out? Because you don't know what that is. Conventional. Yeah. You better remember which way the props are on, Tone. Yeah. Oh god, that used to be. I used to hate that. Start of a race, put the props on. Oh god, I've done it again. But on the next class, jeez, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that. No, I double, triple, quadruple, 
make someone check that before I go out mm. and fly. Are these on right, please? I'd like to have a special me. throttle setting that like lock the throttle at two percent, <laughs> so I could just see the props turning, <laughs> yeah. verifying them. For so many things. times I've bulged up oh, a no. race at the start line because I've crashed and replaced a prop, and uh, it's like the dyslexic thing is not just numbers; it's weird, it's words and things like that. Something goes that way, and something goes that way. That one goes that way. It's, Jack, I tell you, it's really, really hard to to get your mind around. It seems easy for most people. It's really hard if you're dyslexic. There's so mm. many times I've been on the start line and gone. <laughs> and gone I always like, have to double check mine, to be fair. Done it wrong again, but it is what it is. You know, we're not all perfect. Far from it. Nope. Curry, I saw that you went out uh, flying and done some return to home and all that. I did. I, it was a last-minute thing. I was testing out a VTX, and I thought, oh, I've put Betaflight 4.4 on it. I should try the new rescue mode, which lands. And I didn't really read anything about it. Mm. I just thought, I'll just try it and see what happens, because there's probably not that much documentation on it, and I just say read the code or something. So I, I decided to try it, and it was very interesting slash frightening. <laughs> because I sort of took the goggles off so I could try and film it with the GoPro. Like, like it's going to come at me. And what happens oh, is it sort of comes up and it's like, it doesn't look like it's coming like a missile, so that's good. And it sort of came towards me and then braked a bit. And then the weirdest thing, because I thought, oh, well, now it's going to land. But instead it sort of circled round. It's like, oh, I'm just going to get a run Was there a bit of wind? It was quite windy, but I did it. I did it twice. I didn't film the first one, and I was I was by a bush, and I didn't know it was going to do the circle thing. So I was like, "It's going to go in the bush." Because it doesn't necessarily circle, but I think what might have happened is it's like blown slightly ahead of where it thought it was going to be. It actually came and stopped just beforehand. I didn't know if it was trying to like it was circling because it's. I'm like, Mm. is it trying to work out its direction or something? But it's like circle, 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 and it's getting low, and then just goes dump. It's like, oh, it's disarmed. I think that's the landing. I've seen people land like that, though, to be fair. Was it, it was probably a better landing than most pilots. Yeah, but I mean, I to be fair. I take pride in my landing. I come in and I'm like, ooh, and I've settled down. Yeah, I want to land properly because mostly my fields are like turn covered off in water. five foot off the ground. If I'm <laughs> below knee height, mate, I'm disarmed. See, <laughs> there's <laughs> one, Stephen. Turn it on. Here's, here's the thing. It, it's an interesting test to do. But the only reason you'd ever do that is like, oh, I've dropped my transmitter on the floor and it's smashed up and the batteries have fallen out or something like that. Mm. Otherwise, if your VTX like is gone, then you'd bring it back in range and you'd land it manually. If or if you're... you like smash your antenna off. Yeah, if that happens on, on the quad, then you'll get back in range at some point. Oh, this is, this is me panicking. Uh, saying where is it? It's scary it was quite good because it do it itself, isn't it? It's still going quite rapid as well. Yeah, and it sort of just goes there, and it's like, yeah, I think this is about right, and it just goes. Dunk. No, that's still, that's, not that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, DJI would land on that mat, but yeah, but DJI don't fair. use carbon fiber, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> it was quite handy because it was windy, and I was holding GoPro, and when it came at me, I shouted. <laughs> but the, the wind noise blew that away, so, so you couldn't hear me. But I was I was going to do a video about it, but I thought I'll go back and I'll I'll do a proper reading and I'll have a look at the settings and I'll do a few more 
and decide what what I'm what my fair, right if you, there's lots of tweets. Say if you were there and you moved a bit over there and was flying out and you went long distance and it come back and it circled and landed there, you'd be happy about that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just I think the only thing you need to know is it might not come back in a straight line and plonk down. So if you're because sometimes in summer like, I'll sit under a tree and stuff mm. because I'll get some shade. So if you're doing that and think, ah, it might just hit the tree, that would be bad. So as long as you're out sort of in the middle of yeah, a place, you, you're okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, I think it's a massive uh, step forward compared to the, you know, the Exocet missile that was rescue mode before. Yeah, that especially. was functional enough because as long as you got the control signal back, or the video, you could just turn it back off. And, I think part of the problem with the, with the landing is that GPS is good, really good for speed because you get you measure Doppler shift, so you get the speed accurate, and it's pretty good for two D for your like your north and your and your east. You, you get that, but what it's rubbish for is height. It doesn't really mm. it doesn't really measure height. That's what your well. barrows for. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, well, it use not, that? and not every board has a barrow, and they're not currently using barrow. And what's happening in the next release is they're going to combine the GPS height with the barrow height, and then fuse those together to create more accurate data source. So instead of going, I think I should be on the ground and disarming it, have a better idea of where mm. it is. Well, that's good. I mean, I've had a barrow goes out on me all the time because there, there is a barrow on that one. And, you know, often I'll be flying along and it says, oh, you're at minus 10 meters now. It's like, oh, okay, I think I think you might need to sort of sort yourself out again here because it, it it's still, it's better than GPS. It's very, it, I like the way barrow is very reactive. It, it gives a very quick update when it thinks mm-hmm. to, the heights change, but it's, it's still not super accurate, but it's, uh, GPS can go out like, super crazy can't it because it's trying to it's nice to have a fix. also if you've got a, a, a barrow and no gps then you can at least like you can have an auto land function so even if you're not doing a return to home you can at least have oh, oh christ just land safely like don't just disarm and drop try and please do a safe landing and assuming you're not on the side of a mountain it's roughly the same height where you took off you can at least do a controlled descent and not smash it to bits well, given given that they can now sort of come in and land in circle, they should do a circle mode as well, like the old uh, hmm. the INAV one. It's just like instead of position hold, well, which so is hard without a compass, you can just go around in circles over <laughs> over there somewhere. Right, it's circling hold. now. Move out of the way. Position hold isn't so. What you need the compass for is if you're not moving very fast, and and that's why you you need a certain speed when you return to home because your GPS updates aren't happening that often. And, and if you move slowly and you're not doing very regular GPS updates either, it kind of can't figure out which direction you're going in. But if you go at a decent clip, then it knows which way you're facing. So, yeah, I mean, this was always, I remember always having this argument. I don't know if we, we brought it up with um, Mr. What's his name? The INAV dude. Where we talked about like, um, huh? Pavel Spakowski. Pavel. Pavel Spakowski. I don't have most to forget his <laughs> I name. Love, but because I, I, I remember name. complaining that you needed a compass and a GPS for for uh, for running INAV, and we, we I always remember saying like, well, you can you can infer the direction as long as you move forward, but that never got in there. But Beta Flight puts it in there. Ray, well done, Beta Flight. Quickly, because we're we're desperately running out of time. Um, 
how any news on the open hd thing because last Ooh. we checked in with you uh you had the little the danger camera the danger yeah. camera the biggest nose in the world it's it's done it's it's up here on the hang on Danger oh, camera. Look, oh, I look love at the camera. Follows me. So good. Oh yeah. Come back. Come back. I call it the suicide camera. It's good. Oh look at it that. Sticks danger. out this far. Oh, suicide okay. camera. But this is ready to go. Show us again. I, I like the mohawk as well. This is this is the iNav. No, this is the um, Open HD quad. And it is ready to go, but I did get a absolutely horrendous picture out of this, which is a bit of I'm a worry. So you're using a camera that, that we is used a one landing camera mount. That's seven years ago. No, I I do land properly. It should be fine. It's you, what, the it's right fine. Way up and everything. I, oh, professional. I printed it out, and there's a nice there's a nice ribbon the cable sticking out there. Just why are you using in? cameras that we horror, used seven horror, years ago? And is it a this isn't this is a digital a camera. camera? It's rubbish. It's a really expensive camera, yeah, so I, I hope I won't lens kill it. Everything. It's an Arduino. Was that the Arduino yeah. cam one? Yeah, it's it's the bloody pricey one. So yeah, I just Looks I've terrible. now got ready to fly that quad. Oh, I've been followed everywhere. That quad and the wing on the wall up there. Um, so I, I'd literally just want to go out and try and fly both of them Not and see what happens. Your next video, hopefully, you can because have put, a low, windy, sunny day. Fingers crossed. I've put the antennas on that they suggested to get a better picture. So we'll see what happens. You've salted all your USB connections. USB is all salted now. Ground. Yes, we fixed that one, but they'll probably complain that well, you haven't you haven't <laughs> covered it short. properly with. USB type cable or something. I don't know. We'll find out. I've I've shrunk now. My camera hasn't followed me down. Hang well, on. I've really shrunk. Down here. There we go. Short he him. Oh no, I've gone too far. It's true, but there we are. <laughs> right. That is all we have time for. Uh, you've been listening to Let's Run Out. Uh, you've been joined by everyone's favourite Curry Kitten. Hello and goodbye. The man with the moustache. Stephen. Thanks, everyone. Thanks to our awesome Patreons. Cheers. My darling pocket-sized wife. Bonjour. Oh, with a bonus nipple rub. Mm. Yeah, bonus nipple rub. Uh, and I'd be bright until I fly. And this show has been electron out and it's been sponsored by our lovely Patreons who are scrolling along. If you're listening to this audio edited podcast, hopefully it won't have... Peter being screened out every five minutes and uh, there'll be a hilarious uh, bonus song to listen to for our Patreons in the beginning of next be, uh, beginning of this month when we do a bonus podcast and thank you guys, good night oh, good night, thanks everyone thank you very much, please comment, like and subscribe, share, and like bye, ring the bell ding, bye. and Telemetry lost. Bye.